Welcome back, guys. This is the Anime DGEN's BS Hour, episode 21. I'm just here with Dan today. Uh, Tyler's power is still out, so keep him in your thoughts. Uh, hopefully, he'll be able to, to uh, take a nice hot shower once it's on sometime this fucking week. So they were saying, like, what, 5,000 people still yeah, don't have power in his area? And, yeah, in his county alone, and I think it was closer to, like, 17,000 through the three counties around him. So Dang. Thoughts and prayers, baby. Yeah, y'all pray for that that part of Kentucky. They're going through it right now. Um, but guys, we have uh, two little segments for you guys today. The first being our summer 2023 weekly rundown intro. Bangers, bangers, bangers. Uh, and then, then we're going to do uh, a segment called Did Someone Say Mid? Which we will explain when we get around to it. Uh, but did you want us to get us started with some news, Dan? Yeah, we actually got we got quite a bit of news today. Surprisingly, um, we checked it out, and to start, our boy Tyler will be very excited to hear that Oshinoko is getting a second season. I think it just ended like yesterday, Wednesday, or yeah, like last week, and it's already in production for season two. So that's really exciting for all the fans of Oshinoko. Yes, um, if you follow his Twitter, you know he was excited. So. Uh, good for Tyler. I think he actually wrote this next one too. So we have the one shot Naruto manga about Minato is slated for July 18th release. He's definitely going to be reading that. I think that is his favorite character of all time. <laughs> he I mean, picks yeah, them, he picks him for all the challenges. Um, so yeah, Who, of course, Tyler, we got to give you some shit for that. This is one of those ones where if you don't read manga, you probably should just for this because I don't know just if it'll ever one. get. I don't know if it'll ever get animated. So like. It's going to be a 55-page one-off, so... Okay. It's going to be pretty long, and that's, that's going to be... That's awesome. A- yeah, they're, not, they're never going to animate this um, unless they get really desperate for some Naruto content. It's going to be a thick, thick, thick Shonen Jump that week, folks. Thick boy. Thick boy. Awesome. Well, it's got some really cool news, actually, in my opinion. So My Hero Academia and the NBA are doing a fashion collab. Sheesh. So we're going to be getting NBA... My Hero merch. Uh, there's going to be eight teams that they're going to include in this. The Boston Celtics, my boys. Chicago Bulls, Dallas Mavericks, Golden State Warriors, LA Lakers, Miami Heat, the New York Knicks, the Philly 76ers, and the Portland Trailblazers. So if you're a fan of any of those teams, keep an eye on the Crunchyroll store as well as a few other outlets. I don't know them off the top of my head, but get Bro, yourself some uh- merch. You know, I'm I'm a Charlotte sports fan. Uh, we we've been starving for some years now, and of course, we don't get a collaboration. You know, we get no love down this way, bro. The Hornets get no love. You've been starving for years, hence the reason you're not part of this collaboration, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's, what about the fucking Knicks, dog? They, did they make the playoffs this year, bro? It don't fucking matter if they made the playoffs. They haven't won a goddamn championship since your dad was born. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that's all the teams that were in the playoffs this year, right? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah I think so. Is. I don't follow the yeah, NBA yeah. that closely, so. All of these teams made the playoffs. Um, I, I know that much. But, yeah, out of all these, I'd probably have to go with a Heat jersey. I just like how they, they rock, bro. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be some drip. Drippy they can drip. really pull off some nice, nice designs with this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, next, guys, we got uh, Dragon Ball Super Superhero, the film is coming to Crunchyroll on July 12th. They're actually releasing 15 other Dragon Ball films um, over the course of the next month or month and a half or so. So they started with about, I think it was about eight of them on the 22nd of, of June. So this is pretty dope. If you haven't seen a lot of the movies, which 
I haven't. I've only seen like four or five. Uh, go check that shit out. Dude, the Dragon Ball Z movies are all so freaking mid. It's hilarious. And none of them actually Bro, matter the, to the story. The most uh, the most recent Brawly one was actually pretty fucking good. Uh, I'm, ta- like I said, I'm talking seen... like the old Oh, the ones. older one's not great. Oh, it's not, <laughs> not great. great. Um, I think Dragon Ball had a couple of movies, like the original Dragon Ball, and I like Dragon Ball Z, and they, they were all right. But yeah, none of them are like part of the, the actual main story or canon, but some of them are entertaining. Definitely. You want to get into our introduction of the summer 2023 weekly rundown? Yeah, guys. So with a uh, summer uh, 2023 lineup coming, I mean, what, next week for us? So we, we want to give you a chance to get to know some of the shows that we're going to cover. Um, we'll be doing like a quick catch up uh, and recap and then uh, some synopsis for some of the new shows. So a few of them are continuing. Um, and a couple, I think one or two are actually just new shows. So Dan, start us off with our, with our, uh, our bottom pitch, man. Definitely. Yeah. So we, I do want to say before this, this gives you guys a chance to watch the episodes before we review them because they all obviously have to come out before we do our little spiel. So like now you got a little watch list, you're good to go. Yes. And I do want to make sure that our, uh, our, um, audience knows next week's episodes will not come out on Tuesday and Thursday. They will actually come out on Saturday, July 8th. Um, they might run over to the 9th, but they will be out that weekend. Um, me and Dan are going to be out of town. We're going to be playing some golf. Uh, so y'all pray for my boy. He's not ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but to start us off with the bottom bitch, the one she's always around. She's never going to leave. Probably never in our lifetimes. No, and Oda. We're talking about One Piece. One Piece is still the anchor for our weekly rundown. It's our only weekly show we've been watching. Um, you guys aren't ready for what's coming. Nobody is. Like with the heat they've dropped animation wise for like the last like two months. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can't say enough good things about what One Piece has been doing this year, man. It's it's been something serious. It's just banger after banger after banger. Keeps getting better. And then the the story's also coming to a head. It's going nuts, bro. Yeah, we're finally getting to the end of the Wano arc after four years? And about 190 episodes or 200 episodes by the end of it. (laughs) Yeah, that is about four years. Yeah, so it's been a long time coming. But uh, some of the things we're going to be looking forward to is the climax of the battle with Luffy and Kaido, because we all know that's on the way. Yes, 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 yes. If you haven't been spoiled, you're in for a fucking treat. But if you have a dial-up internet connection at this point, you're pretty much screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I like I like I tell you all the time, man. I can't even scroll in peace. It's uh Twitter. Twitter will have you fucked up with that. But I'm still excited. I know what's coming, but I'm still very very excited to see how they introduce it. Yeah, for sure, man. And you haven't actually seen it in action, so like, oh. no, I've only I've only seen uh, I guess drawings Pro- and, and, and profile like pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, we're gonna get a little look into Kaido's backstory as well as we do with every major villain for One Piece. So I'm excited for that. You want to get us into our first show of the new summer 2023 weekly done? Yeah, man. Uh, so the first new show that we're gonna do is Jujutsu Kaisen season two. Uh, this is one of the most highly well it is the most highly uh, anticipated show for this summer i think that's hands down there's been many many polls and they've been blowing other series out of the water uh as as always this is going to be um produced by uh mappa you know 
AOT, Hell's Paradise, Vinland Saga, banger, 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 banger. Um, and it's going to be releasing Thursday, July 6th. So it is going to be on our next rundown. Very, very excited. Y'all get ahead of us. Y'all go ahead and watch that. Um, I want to also give you guys a uh, quick recap of last season and kind of what to expect. I'm not going to spoil you guys with this, but just what to expect for season two as well. So Jujutsu Kaisen season one ended with an epic fight between uh, Yuji, uh, Nabara, and two of the three cursed womb brothers, uh, namely Iso and Kichetsu. So being one of the most popular anime of the series of all time, the Jujutsu Kaisen circle around uh, the teller Itadori, Yuji is is going to be going thrown head first into the world of spirit curses um, after an encounter with a Megami. I don't know where I got that from, but it was not good for the synopsis. Uh, but yeah, it ended with a fight, guys. And um, I think the last thing that happened before we got out of there was Sukuna actually ate one of his fingers. I think it was, what is it, the eighth finger? Seventh finger? Don't remember. Um, using Itadori's hand, of course, this is anime. I've said this before. And he, he just spawned a mouth on his hand and ate it. So, but season two will actually be covering uh, two different manga arts uh, arcs. Uh, the first being Gojo's past, where they're going to get some backstory on uh, Gojo, and then most likely Getso. They were good friends in the past. Now they are fucking enemies. So I'm excited to see how that happened, man. Um, and then after that, we'll be going back to our main storyline um, with Yuji, Megami, uh, Nabara, Sukuna, and the rest of the cast that we've come to know and love, man. But yeah, I'm excited about things like, you know, it's a pretty complex story and uh, their powers as well. Um, and one thing that's made me really, really excited, I don't know about you, Dan, people that have read the manga tell us this is probably one of the best arcs coming up. Um, and we should be very, very excited. I think that's a lot of, uh, where a lot of that hype is coming from in general. Um, but yeah, then also just understanding Ghetto and Gojo's past. And of course, I know a lot of people are going to watch it for this is that top-tier animation we come to expect from MAPPA. Um, they let y'all down a little bit with Hell's Paradise. I've heard, not me, but we'll be right back at it here soon. Definitely, man. Yeah, I'm really excited for JJK to continue, and I'm especially excited for, like you said, the Shibuya incident arc, which is Gojo and Ghetto in the past. Super excited for that. The drippy-looking oh, young the second, Gojo. That's, that's the second arc, actually. Oh, that's is that the second arc? Yes, yes. Okay. It's going to be a pretty large incident. Uh I, I've had it spoiled because I have to, you know, I've got to research for y'all. Got to make sure we're right. Uh, but it's okay, going to okay. get lit, bro. It's okay, going to get lit. Gotcha. I didn't know. That. I thought that was the name of the first arc, but that's really awesome regardless. But yeah, I'm really excited for this. I think I got to do a little catching up, maybe a little uh, a little YouTube recap or something on my end, because I feel like it's been a while since I've watched JJK. So, yeah, I think we had like the movie come out in 2021 and before that. Maybe that spring that anime finished up. So it's been a couple of years. So that's fair. Definitely, man. I'm really excited for JJK for sure. I mean, who? if you're not excited for JJK, you just don't like Shonen. I mean, like... <laughs> right. I feel like it's following the same archetype as the other big shows right now with Chainsaw Man and Demon Slayer. You know, it's just... Kid gets magic powers, fights demons or devils, and we have awesome action. Yeah, and and like I like that they a lot of anime are going from like say like the 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 one sole main character and everybody else is a side character. Uh, you still have a main character. You, you always kind of have to have a, a protagonist, but um, 
they're doing like the groups of three and with like one more serious person and then uh you know the the wacky couple that fight all the time and i i've been liking that formula they've done that with uh demon slayer like you said and then jjk has been doing a great job at it and chainsaw but, man too it's yeah the formula for new new shonen anime is pretty set in stone i feel like fucking working too boy hey man a lot of people are enjoying it so you can't you can't stray from that you know no no awesome so the next show we're going to be covering and we made bass catch up on this one is going to be bleach the thousand year blood war part two this is going to release on saturday july 8th it's done by studio perot which we all know for Naruto, and they've also done Black Clover. So the Thousand Year Blood War arc occurs roughly two years after Sasuke Eisen's defeat in the original Bleach anime. The complacent, arrogant Soul Reapers were thrown into chaos when their longtime enemy, the spiritually talented Quincy tribe, launched an all-out assault on both Huecomundo and the Soul Society itself, with Quincy King Watch determined to avenge his people's defeat against the original 13 captains centuries ago. The first battle, which was part one, devastated the Soul Society until Thwatch finally departed with Captain Yamamoto, spoiler here if you haven't seen it, being killed, unfortunately. He's the goat. In action, and several other captains having their bonkai stolen. So I, I, I want you to stop right there. That, uh, that fight with Captain Yamamoto or whatever was fucking nuts. Um, we had a discussion, I, I think, months ago at this time. I hadn't watched any Bleach, and I, he was like, you know, who's your favorite, like, old man or, like, old man sensei? And I was like, uh, uh, Rochi from uh, Dragon Ball. And he was like, no, nah, it's not. But this guy's fucking nuts. He, he summons flames from hell. Um, and it was just, it was an amazing scene. Uh, the animation, it was, it was very, very high quality. They, they did... Um, I feel like they do these characters justice, especially after me watching at least most of the anime before this. I had got like a little recap because uh, I didn't have time to finish it all up. It's long. Uh, but yeah, it was crazy to see all of like the different uh, Soul Reapers like getting just waxed very easily, low diffed. Yeah. Getting... The crazy thing is it's just by humans too. Like, I mean, yeah, the Quincy's have like a higher spiritual pressure, but like they're still people. They're not Shinigami or anything like that. So that's right. fucking nuts. Yeah, no, they, they were hell-bent on getting their revenge, so. Great so, stuff, man. Definitely. Why I'm excited for this show, and this is definitely one that I forced on uh, Bass and Tyler, because it is peak, in my opinion. Um, the first arc, or not arc, the first part, I guess, is probably in my top three anime of all time, up there with Full Metal and One Piece. It is It is that damn. good, in my opinion. God yeah. damn. Hold on. What? Yeah. I love okay. Bleach. Hey, I grew up with it, Bleach bro. and okay, like okay. I I read this probably 11 or 12 years ago. I don't know when it was releasing, but I finished Bleach and they said they weren't releasing anymore. And there was one more arc in the manga. And I was like, all right, this is the first time I ever read comic books. We're in. <laughs> well, they got at least they got you to read the manga. Was that the first manga? That was the first manga you read? Uh, Foley. Like, Foley. OK, yeah, I had read like some like random stuff like i think i had one called mar it was like marching something i don't know it was it was a whack shonen but okay homie had a big hammer that's all i remember <laughs> that was on, it was on tsunami for a while i will say that but um also i'm really excited uh so we're getting an introduction to ichigo fighting an old friend 
I mean, based on the idea of Soul Reapers versus Quincy's, it's pretty obvious what's coming up. They've also shown it in the trailers. Yeah, I mean, outside, even outside of the trailer, there's just the cover art for part two. It's like it has uh, Ichigo on one side, and I forget his friend's name. Uh, Ishida? Yeah, on the other. And they're like facing away from, uh, from each other. So it's, it's going to get hot. But like you, I feel like I, I, I felt this coming for a long time, um, even, even in the, the, the first part of the, the anime. Yeah, they were always button heads, but they were still boys, you know? Like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what you look for in a friend. Somebody's going to butt heads with you on stuff. True, true. Somebody got to check you. Uh, another reason I'm really excited is the animation and pacing has been so fucking good for Thousand Year Blood War. Like, they're doing, like, five chapters an episode, so it's just flying through it. Um, that was one of my big issues with the weekly back in the day, along with every shonen anime from, like, the early, mid-2000s, is that the pacing sucked. Yeah, they used to drag them shits, like, for real. Um... That was my big problem uh, with having to watch Bleach because I had not watched it before. We were talking about doing a thousand year bl- uh, blood war. And I mean, I got like 170 episodes in no filler. I didn't watch any filler. Um, and I felt like it just was dragging. The fights were cool. Um, I, I, I like a few of the characters like Chad. He's, he's fucking sweet. Chad's uh, the boy. Yeah, he really is. He, he's, he's everybody needs a Chad. But uh, yeah, the pacing was 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 really really killing me, especially when we are watching like weeklies that finish up in twelve episodes, sixteen episodes. Uh, it was it was hard to like sit down and be like, okay, I need to watch this. Yeah, I mean that's any show that like I was saying. I mean Naruto was the pacing in Naruto was brutal. Yeah. One Piece has always had brutal pacing, even though it's gotten worse. Um, it it's just it's just what happens with weekly shows, you know. For sure, and for sure. The last reason I'm really excited is just more Odahime with those. Big old cannons and loaves of bread, dude. Yo, I saw that. So I, like I said, I got like a, uh, I did like a recap for the second half of like the, the main anime. And that one, like she's still like normal looking. And then I saw her in Thousand Year Blood War. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? They, they, hey, man. Oh, Two man. years is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like. I, I I was talking to my sister. I was like, "Look at look at what they did to my girl," and, and she just shook her head and walked off. But yeah, no, I was not expecting that shit, bro. Thank you, Kubo. Ah, shit. we appreciate you, brother. <laughs> shit. Awesome. You want to get us into our next show, Bass? Yes, Roni Kenshin remake, baby. This is what I'm excited about. This is this is probably going to be my favorite of uh out of the out of the uh, five or so shows we're gonna watch. So this was actually coming out um, on Friday, July 7th from Linden uh, Films. They've uh, done some other uh, anime like Tokyo Revengers and then Berserk. I don't think many people like the Berserk adaptation, but we're going to leave that alone. Um, So just to give you guys a synopsis, I know some people that are newer to anime may not have watched this. I've seen most of uh, Kenshin um, just way back in the day. I tried to do a rewatch, but boy got busy uh but just to set the scene for you guys the series is set in feudal japan and chronicles the story of batosai the manslayer a legendary assassin whose sword uh, skills were completely unrivaled uh so he played a crucial part in the rebuilding of the of japan during the age of restoration and then he kind of just disappears without a trace uh only to reappear reappear like several years later and is uh wondering Samurai, now known as Himura Kenshin. Uh, Dan, I know that you probably watched this as a kid. Was this on Toonami? I don't remember if it was or not. 
Yeah, it was, baby. Okay, this, that's how I got this. This yeah, was, yeah, it yeah. was, it was uh, Kenshin and Yu Hakusho back in the day with Dragon Ball Z. And I think Gundam Wing was in the lineup at that Gundam, time. It, yeah, Gundam Wing was definitely there. I remember that. That show. was like peak tsunami, in my opinion. Those are like probably the four best shows I remember watching as a kid. So true, true, true. Yeah, I can't remember which one came on first, but yeah, Haroni Kenshin was is one of my childhood favorites. Um, but yeah, it may, I'm really excited about it. One, because it is a classic that I grew up watching, and I don't remember all the details, especially of the later, ha later half of the story. Um, so I don't remember a lot of the villains. I don't remember much of the side characters, but the first probably 40 episodes of the original I remember pretty well. Um, and it's going to, I hope this brings a new crowd to this anime, man. It looks beautiful. I think some people would, might have a slight problem with the animation as it was when it came out. Uh, which I completely understand after you get watch, get done watching JJK and have to go watch her old Hironi Kenshin and be like, okay, like, what am I really doing? Um, but I think one thing a lot of the original uh, Hironi Kenshin fan base is excited about is the new, the new remake is actually going to have some differences. So they're going to go explore. Um, it's going to be true to the plot, but it's going to explore a little bit more with uh, the Manslayer version of Kenshin. And we're going to get to see a lot more of that. And that with some crispy new 2023 fucking animation is going to be, it's going to be nuts. Because this guy is nice, y'all. If y'all haven't seen this guy, is nice with it. Um, but we're getting our same old cast. I'm really attached to those characters. Some of uh, the villains I'm excited to see um, and be reanimated in some, in some uh, more recent technology like Makoto. Shishio? Um, yes, yeah, Shishio Makoto, yes. I'm so excited to see Shishio again. He is a scary uh, guy. Dude, for real, bro. For real. And, so Goddamn. Yeah, I'm really excited. Watching the trailer, um, so it looked like they incorporated, there was a Ronin Kenshin movie that came out in like, I think 2000 or 2001 that kind of dove into his backstory a little more. Mm -hmm. And based on the trailer, it looked like they were incorporating that into the show a little bit. So that'll be really exciting because yeah, I we're going to... I wonder if it's going to be like just stuff from that movie or if they're going to do things that were outside of it. I, I'm I not know. sure. But uh, we're going to yeah. we're going to get to see Kenshin use the correct side of his blade for once, because his whole thing is he's a massive pacifist now after just killing hundreds of people. <laughs> and he fights with the backside of his katana, so he doesn't actually slash anybody. He just breaks bones and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited for this. Um, you know, if you grew up in the 90s and you liked anime at the time this is right up your alley and um even though it is older i definitely recommend you go watch the original because it is it is top tier anime in my opinion yeah i mean i i think it stands up pretty well uh i i was watching it earlier this year i think in january and february i was re-watching it um which is why i remember the first half of the story a little bit better but it it, it stands up um People are a little bit more picky about animation, but it's not bad. It's just not what we get nowadays, naturally. Um, but yeah, please check this out. If you haven't seen it, you, you got to. You, you got to. Yeah, all you, all you young kids just got to understand that, you know, stuff made in the 90s isn't going to be as flashy and bright, but the story is probably going to be better. So yes. uh, that's yes. what I got to say about that. That's all we had back in the day now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You want to get us uh, get started with our next one? Yeah, so this is actually the last show we'll be watching. So 
last season we did six shows and it was a lot especially with one of them releasing uh four o'clock on monday when we record at like seven thirty, eight o'clock on monday it was brutal bro <laughs> so we made a rule no monday anime and um we decided to do five this season to see if we can keep the episodes a little more in check lengthwise for you guys i know that um almost two hours of your day is it's a lot so we're gonna try and keep it a little more in check with five shows uh, so our last show we're doing is called Azam 100 Bucket List of the Dead. It releases on Sunday, July 9th, and it's by Bug Films. And this is actually the first anime they've done from the studio. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, basically, a quick synopsis of it is Akira's life has lost any shine after spending years toiling away for a soul-crushing company. But when a zombie apocalypse ravages his town, it gives him the push he needs to live for himself. So what does he do? He goes on a mission to complete his 100-item bucket list. Did you get to check the, uh, the trailer for this? I watched the trailer a couple of weeks ago, yeah. That's yeah no, it, it looks it. really, really fun, man. It, looks it really does. Fun. Like It shows Akira like, toiling away at his job, making minimum wage. And he's like walking to work one day and he notices the zombie apocalypse and he just falls to his knees so happy like, I don't have to go to work today. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there I'm like, that resonates with me so well, dude. <laughs> Imagine the, the, the end of the world is fucking coming and you're just excited you, gotta go to, you don't have to go to work. I, I like my job, but this still resonates with me. There's always times where you're like, man, I, just, I could just use a, you know, go for a walk, a walk in the park or play some golf. Go hang out with my friends instead of waking up and grinding it out. Oh, so, dude, I feel like anybody who live, works like a nine to five grind life, 40 hours, 50 hours a week kind of thing can just relate to that, you know? Yeah. And I mean, that's that's the basis of a good story, man. I, I think uh, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to have a pretty cool story. Uh, and I hope they kind of make make a lot of jokes about his whole nine to five life and stuff like that, because that would just keep it very, very relatable. Definitely. And uh, one of the main points of the show is that his uh, he has a crush on a girl at work, but he's too nervous to tell her. So I'm assuming that's on the bucket list. So we're getting a little Tyler action in there. I'm sure he'll be excited for that. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, I believe the genres for this were like Senine, Psychological, Supernatural and Drama. So it, okay. it doesn't look like we're getting a shonen, but we're getting a really fun show. It kind of gives me like Bob Psycho vibes, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. I can see what you're saying. But uh, the animation in the trailer looked really solid, and it'll be a great change of pace from all the kick-ass shonen we got going on in the weekly rundown this this season. So yeah, uh, this is going to be sort of like a palate cleanser for us every week. I feel like um, we we, yeah. we have we know we know we have bangers. Um, as far as these remakes and these, you know, these new seasons coming out, and then of course One Piece, um, peak piece. But yeah, I think Zom's going to be a great addition to the rundown. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of like the, not at all like the Insomniacs after school of this season, but it's going to be that for us. You know, it's going to be like, oh, we don't have to watch like a six episodes of fighting. We get to watch like four episodes <laughs> of fighting. And one of, one of some dude learning how to fly a kite or something. I don't know. That's, I don't know what's on his bucket list. Yeah. And I, I want to see what Bug uh, Films is, is, is made of, man. This is their first anime, bro. So, they, they, I mean, I feel like they have to come out swinging. I feel if like you, they do. 
if you worth the hair on your ass, your first project's going to go hard. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just one of those things that you don't know. I mean, obviously, if it's their first anime as a studio, they most likely poach some animators from other studios. So I'd be interested to see if I see like a um, kind of like a resemblance to another series or something like that in the animation, you know, because right. if you look at Studio Trigger, it was uh, two guys from another studio. The one that did Gurren Lagann left and started their own studio, which is Studio Trigger. So I'm curious to see if it has that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, with a name like Bug Films, I am a little bit worried. <laughs> yeah, when we were writing this, uh, I was like, who the fuck is Bug Films? And and of course, I don't know who they are. This is their first anime. Um, but I, I do want to warn everybody that this will actually not be on our first rundown. This is coming out July 9th. So that's the day after we're going to post both of our uh, episodes. Well, no, we're going to do those for Tuesday's rundown. Uh, the one we're recording on Saturday is going to be for the four finales. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're not doing a 10 show rundown, dude. I would blow my brains out. (laughs) I'd have to take the gun out of your hand out of your hand afterwards. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, yeah. so okay, so all of these are going to be on our our rundown. Cool. All coming in at one time. Very, very good. Yep. So this will be the weekly rundown that we release on Tuesday, July 11th. Boom. Boom. Well, did somebody say mid? Question mark. <laughs> so what we're going to do in this segment, and uh, unfortunately Tyler's not here for it because I think he has some good, good shows on here that we haven't watched yet. Um, we're basically going to share some anime that might be considered mid that we actually really enjoyed. And, you know, they could be slept on. I don't know. Um, the caveat is... Like I said, that we really enjoy them. So if you've only seen the most popular anime out there, like our boy Bass usually is. That's me. I ain't gonna lie. You might find some uh, some less popular shows here. I think the two that I picked are pretty popular. Okay. But I, I just think they're really mid, but I enjoyed them, if that makes sense. Right, right. And um, yeah, I, my I wouldn't say my bag's like not deep when it comes to anime, but like I don't have much time for like just shit. You know what I'm saying? If I if I get five episodes into something and I think it's like hard mid, I usually just stop. So it was it was hard for me to come up with two, but I think I have two really good ones. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, like like you said, if this if you've only seen the most popular things, mostly like myself, um, this is this is for you. Um, but I think the first one I have here, not many people have seen. I haven't even heard many people talk about it, and it came out several years ago. Um, so it's called. Saga of Tanya the Evil. Uh, this is <laughs> I fucking love this show. Um, it's it's the 2017 anime produced by Nut Studio. This is their biggest mm-hmm. anime. Nut. 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 Um, we, need a, we need a nut button right now. <laughs> nut. Nut. Um, so it was adapted from the light novel by Carlos and um, so the story is actually an isekai that focuses on an atheist salary man who right before his death like meets God. And he doesn't even have enough respect for God to call him God. He's like, yeah, I'm going to call you being X because I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> uh, he's an absolute savage. Um, so in order to make um, pretty much Tanya believe in a higher power, he's like, you know, I'm going to strip everything you have. You're a successful businessman. Fuck you. I'm going to reincarnate you in a terrible, terrible, terrible fucking situation. And uh, so he's like, you're going to have to rise out of this and you're probably going to get some faith along the way. And uh, as he as he rises out of it, being X places a little a few more traps in his way. 
Um, but I actually found out about this anime from watching a YouTube video. Um, I can't remember who the who the YouTube creator is, but they pretty much do like hood edits of like anime. <laughs> and I, I I hope somebody can like tell tell me my Discord who it is. So like I can't find his page, but he does like the black Air Force uh black Air Force Energy uh round table. And Tanya's like goaded on that shit. And uh so <laughs> she's a fucking menace, bro. Uh so she she does shit like kill her own troops. She's talking shit straight to God's face, bro. Won't even call him God, call him being being ex. Um this is one of the most like savage anime and it's so ridiculous because like the entire time tanya's like 10 years old bro so like he gets into the military and he's bossing grown-ass military vets like generals and shit around like just talking shit um i don't want to get too much into the savagery because some those are some of my favorite parts of it i want y'all to go check this out and and see for yourself um the first season came out in 2017 like i said it's 12 episodes and the kicker is it's a good time to watch this bro because the second season is actually supposed to air either in winter 2023 or the spring of 2024. So knock it out in a week. Easy. Uh, you're going to laugh. Uh, it's fun. It's very, very fun. Uh, just because Tanya is, is a savage. She's a, she's a, a God of war. Um, and just to like explain how savage she is, bro. Like we, how savage the anime is. We, you don't even get introduced to like any good guys until like, more than halfway through the first season. <laughs> Wait, so it's just all <laughs> it's just all assholes. Dude, like, there's some like decent people, but like no major good people that can oppose her like whatsoever. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, bro. She 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 kicks people's fucking face in. Uh she gets to train her own uh battalion, which is one of my favorite parts. Uh there's a certain soldier she she just boxes up. It's just like a little blonde chick. Um she gets reincarnated. I want to tell you guys into World War One Germany. So, you know, the Germans are on a little power trip at that time in history. And uh, she's on, she's tripping with them too. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I don't know. Have you seen this, Dan? Have you even no, heard I, of this? No, I haven't. And I'm curious. So it was a guy who was reincarnated as a young girl. Right. So it's a very okay. successful businessman, businessman. And then he gets reincarnated as like a little baby orphan girl. Okay, the, the interchanging of his and her the whole time was throwing me off there. I was like, ah, what's that's going on? Fair. I, I try to say them, but it's like, it, it's, hard. it's hard. Well, no, no, it's all good. I mean, if he's reincarnated as a girl and he actually, you know, if he is a girl and he says he's a, she's a girl, like, it doesn't matter, you know? But I was right, just like, right. trying to follow her out. He said, salary man. <laughs> and then you're talking about some girl boxing up future Nazis. And I was like, all right, yeah, I got to figure out what's same going person. on here. Yeah, same person. Uh, but man, it, it's, a, it's a fun watch. Um, and 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 honestly, Dan, like you, you're really good at finding like little shows like this that are just fun. Um, it also has a good story. It has a lot of strategy involved, but I think it's so fucking slept on. I think it's like a mid seven on uh, my anime list, but it's just not very popular. Um, so give it a shot. The second season's coming out soon, yo. Awesome. Well, I guess I'll get into my first show, and this might get some uh, some daggers pointed at my neck, but um. My first show that I'm picking is Sword Art Online by A1 Studios. Everybody knows this show. It's kind of like one of like the OG isekai. It's very, very popular. It's based on a light novel. Um, basically, the premise is in 2022. So last year, thank God this didn't happen. Uh, 
a virtual reality massive multiplayer online role-playing game, or as we call it in the gaming space, VRMMORGP, <laughs> called Sword hey, Art Online. <laughs> okay, go ahead. It's a, it's a mouthful, you know. Uh, called Sword Art Online was released with the Nerve Gear, which is essentially a helmet you place on your head that connects your five senses to the game. Players can experience and control their in-game characters with their minds. This sounds so fucking cool. This is 85% of the reason I like the fucking show is because this just sounds fucking awesome. It, it does. No, no joke. Both the game and the Nerve Gear we were created by an engineer named Akihiko Kayaba. On November 6th, when the game first released, 10,000 players logged into SAO's mainframe cyberspace for the first time, only to discover that they're unable to log out. Kaiba appears and tells the players they must beat all 100 floors of Eingrad, the steel castle which they basically live on, if they wish to be set free. He also states that if they die in the game, they're dead. And if anybody tries to remove the nerve gear from their head in the real world, they also die. What a fuck, boy. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. But basically, the story follows the two main characters, Kirito and Asuna. And, you know, it being a light novel, they're obviously going to fall in love. Um, as well as a bunch of supporting characters. Like, by the end of it, they have, like, a whole team of, like, I think, like, seven, eight people. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, the show is, like, it's really tough to explain how it was. It's so good at some parts and just so bad at others. Like the it's it's bad writing. It's terrible writing. Inconsistent. Really? Pace. Yeah, it's at some points, dude, it's bad. So I think you I think me and you watched this. I mean, you watched it before this, obviously, but um, I mean, this is this was fucking yesteryear shit. But I think we um, came over your house for like a weekend. And I was drunk the entire time. That's just kind of yeah, we were, we were, when I go we deep down. We were pretty lit. <laughs> uh, and we watched this. And I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I did like the aspect where they were just like picking up different characters. Because it, it kind of gives me those like, it's definitely not One Piece level, obviously. But like where they're like you, they meet a new character. And you don't know if they're going to pick them up and make them part of like the, the crew, right? Um, so there's always a little bit of anticipation. But yeah, I remember this being a little bit better. Maybe because I was lit, but go ahead. No, no, the first season is fantastic. Oh, um, okay. okay. It, it does suffer from a lot of the isekai classic tropes. We have a attractive-looking black-haired antagonist who's kind of a bad boy, and every woman he meets just falls in love with him. So and I silly. hate that shit. I hate <laughs> that shit. This is why I don't watch half the isekais. It's because it's all the same fucking plot. But I watched this before I knew that. And I was like, oh, this guy, this guy's got it. He's, he's, he's the Riz King in today's words, you know, like he's got it in his bag. Mm -hmm. But um, the first season's fantastic. The second season is god awful. Basically, Asuna is, you know, the main female. She's a fucking badass. Like, she's like general of her clan, like can kill monsters all day. Total badass uh -huh. with a rapier. And in the second season, she gets trapped in a birdcage. And they make her super weak and super desperate and super scared and totally destroy her character. Ah, shit. Which, okay. Second season sucked. Third season was pretty cool. 
um basically this is after they get out of the game and everything like that and and there's a game called gun gale online where the players actually compete for real money and these massive like gun based tournaments instead of being a fantasy world like sword art line is it's like something out of star wars where everybody's got guns and shit and like laser swords it's fucking badass okay i, I like that but basically this second season is okay um there is a bad guy who is killing people in the game and they're dying in the real world and nobody knows why so kirito goes into the game to figure that out and uh, yet again he meets another babe who falls in love with him obviously because that's what he does he's an isekai character <laughs> black-haired isekai character i i've heard you bring that up so many times when when uh i guess like like me or dan i'm sorry me or tyler you're dan um bring up you know watching like a new isekai you're like does he have black hair is he good looking i'm putting this together now guys i'm, I'm learning with you i'm learning with you the audience oh here. no this is this is the isekai trope dude every isekai has got a harem and it. it's just what they do yeah it really is though and then the last season that came out alicization was fucking top notch so like it's just so inconsistent when it's good and it's bad but like i just love the show like this is this is one of the few animes that made me tear up there's a part where they find a person who is basically just lives in the game full time and it turns out that she is dying of cancer and she's in this like super badass nerve gear system so she can like have life support and live in the game and it gets to the point That's where fucking awesome yeah. and it gets to the point where she's gonna pass away and it, it's fucking heartbreaking dude and That's yeah heavy i just i remember i rewatched part of this like you know like earlier this year and i just remember like god damn it why am i about to cry right now for a fucking cartoon <laughs> <laughs> but it, it sometimes they get you man they really do a uh, damn dude it really tears to the emotions there's a lot of emotionally charged parts in this series which is great but um yeah it's really well enjoyed but it's a crock of shit <laughs> with some of the parts dude it's like the highs and lows are too too far apart okay okay so that's okay. my mid anime that i fucking love <laughs> and that's that's really interesting it's like so yours is really popular but you think there's some really low points but i think tanya is not popular at all but is pretty much gas the entire way through. So that's, that's really interesting. We have the, those two differences uh, right there. Yeah, um, I'm actually, I, I kind of want to check it out because I love burns. anime that's not based in like feudal Japan or something like that. Like I love cyberpunk and run, edge runners because it's based in, you know, like some crazy ass futuristic GTO city. Right, right. So yeah, like definitely check GTA, this out. GTA, man. not GTO. Yeah, yeah so I'm excited like, to yeah, check that out. For sure, for sure. Uh, so, guys, I have something that we actually reviewed months and months and months ago. Um, ReZero, or Re-Life in a Different World from Zero. Uh, it's the 2016 uh, anime produced by uh, White Fox, uh, adapted from the manga of the same name written by uh, Taipei Nagasuki. Uh, so, it's another isekai. Uh, I think there's a running theme here right now. Uh, I wonder if Dan's going to break it. But So, our main character is dropped into another world full of magic while he is out getting groceries. So at first he's excited to be in his own isekai because he knows what it is. He's from Japan. 
Uh, he he follows anime, but eventually he finds out he has no superpowers. He has no powers uh, whatsoever except for one. After death, he starts back at a checkpoint, usually at the beginning of the day or the beginning of, of an event. Um, I thought this anime started off extremely mid, ended up loving it uh, by the end of season one, thought it was great. Uh, I think Dan had to watch it too. I think it was one of our first looks when we first started this podcast. Yeah, I think I've watched 11 or 12 episodes of it before I went like, all right, this is, I'm over this. <laughs> so like the, at least the first, I, to me, the, the, the first 10 episodes are pretty big. Uh, it's very repetitive because his power is he comes back after death um, and he has to restart. So if you don't like the current scenario he's in or he's having a hard time getting through it and it's obvious, um, it's repetitive. But as he grows as an MC, he becomes more bold, more cunning, um, and his villains become less straightforward or say he can't figure out who the villain is. Uh, it becomes a lot better. And um, you also have to, he also has a problem where, you know, he remembers everything. So he has, he has that psychological part where he's, uh, he has to go into a situation where he just died maybe a day ago and he was like gutted or something, right? And you, you would freeze up. Any normal person would freeze up. But after a while, he starts to overcome that and be more analytical in those situations. So um, out of all of the first looks that we've done, this is probably, I think, the only one where I uh, continued on to finish the season. I think that says a lot. Um, I think I don't know if it's mid to a lot of people, but to me, Someone that doesn't, you know, if you don't hook me in the first six or seven episodes, I'm done. Um, I would say if that happened to you with this show, give it a little bit more time. It gets better. Uh, a lot of the characters at first are annoying. There's a little red-haired girl's name. I can't remember her name, but I'm sure you remember her, Dan. She was just, like, squealing and yelling the first seven or eight episodes. Um, it's kind of the she, cat girl thing, blonde hair. Uh, she's a little red haired girl when they met at like, uh, it was like the first checkpoint with like the, uh, I can't remember. Good for you, man. I wish I couldn't either. Um, but yeah, it, it's, I thought overall it got better and better by the end of the season. I thought it was one of the better first seasons of an anime I've seen. Um, but yeah, it was, it was so brutal to get through at first. Um, so I just kind of made it through the mud. Um, I, I don't really know what else to say about it, man. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was a show that like I can see the premise being good, but it's just not for me. So right. like the fact that you watch like the first five episodes and it's an episode's worth of content because he just relives the same thing four times. Brutal, and, that, and I think even like the next six episodes are all the same shit over and over and over again. And like if you're into that, that's really cool. But as somebody who likes to watch a plot progress and not progress four different ways until one of them finally works. Yes. So I, I would say, I would say, um, summer 2023, if you like a lot of this coming out right now, probably not the time to watch it. There's plenty to watch right now. Um, if it gets later in the year, the beginning of next year, and we don't have like a dozen bangers to watch or you don't have much on your list, give it a shot if you got some time. Um, like Dan said, like the, I think we spend the first 10 to 11 episodes on just two or three scenarios. Um, so I completely understand where you're coming from, bro. 
Uh, It's a valid point. And that was my problem with it. And then I think around episode 13 or 14, I was just hooked. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's stuff. I think season two is coming out later this year or next year. Uh, Next year. Next year. Okay. I know it got announced. So yeah. So a lot of people were afraid because uh, I mean, it came out in 2016. Like Tanya came out in 2017. We did not think we were going to get a, a, we were getting uh, nervous about getting another uh, season. So, yeah, COVID really just destroyed the anime release schedule. I mean, so many anime were like postponed and put on a hiatus and everything else for like weeks at a time. And I think a lot of the bangers studios just realized they should probably just wait till everything blew over. That way they didn't have that problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to coordinate things like this. Uh, when you when you can't go to the office or can only go in the office a couple of days a week. Definitely. All right. So my next show is my number one B tier show. And I really like this show. I haven't watched in a while, so I'm not I gotta go back and rewatch it. It's mm-hmm. a Kame a Kame ga kill. Basically, um the plot is Night Raid is a covert assassin branch of the Revolutionary Army, an uprising assembled to overthrow Prime Minister Honest, whose avarice and greed for power has led him to take advantage of the child emperor's inexperience. Without a strong and benevolent leader, the rest of the nation is left to drown in poverty, strife, and ruin. Though the Night Raid members are all experienced killers, they understand that taking lives is far from commendable, and that they will likely face retribution as as they mercilessly eliminate anyone who stands in the revolution's way. This merry band of assassins' newest member, Tatsumi, a naive boy from a remote village who has embarked on a journey to help his impoverished hometown and is won over by not only Night Raid's ideals, but also their resolve. Akame got kill follows Tatsumi as he fights the Empire and comes face-to-face with powerful weapons, enemy assassins, challenges to his own morals and values, and ultimately what it truly means to be an assassin with a cause. Okay. Banger plot right from the start. So, like I said, the character, uh, the main character, he's a boy named Tatsumi, and he joins Night Raid, which is an organization of assassins, including Akame, I think it's mine or Mine, I don't remember how they pronounce it, Leone, Lunek, or Lubbock, I typed that wrong, Chelsea, Mulat, and Sheil. All these characters are incredibly diverse. Like, incredibly mm-hmm. diverse. Like, this is a ragtag team of weirdos. Which makes That's it really exciting. fun. It makes yeah. it really fun. So you get like those really like wacky interactions because they are so different. Yeah. I mean, Bola is like a badass warrior, but he's gay and has a pompadour. Interesting. <laughs> that, that is interesting. <laughs> Definitely. And like uh, Mine has got like this crazy ass fucking crazy ass sniper like rifle with like multiple forms and all this kind of stuff. It's just really cool. Um, the reason I have it as my favorite B tier anime is because the plot was, while really good, um, it was one of those shows where it got ahead of the manga, and they just butchered the ending. <laughs> Dude, it's always tough when that happens. Um, they pulled the Full Metal Alchemist, the original. You took the words out of my mouth. Sometimes they have to remake those, so. They got ahead of the manga. I think it was like chapter 18 is when it kind of went both ways and um the ending wasn't that good in my opinion but the action in this shit is badass the characters are all really fun and it is gory 
This is like I think it came out in like the early two thousands, maybe like early two thousand like tens. Mm-hmm. This shit's brutal, dude. <laughs> like action, blood, gore, savage so you, killing. You don't get that much. Uh, I'm gonna say older, relatively older uh, anime. It doesn't usually get that gory. Um, so, uh, oh, it was it was 2014. So still, okay. yeah, still, that was before like this new trend with like. It's gotten crazy, bro. It's yeah. actually gotten nuts. But I really enjoyed this show. Um, but yeah, the plot at the end just really killed it for me. Um, it's kind of up. So was it was it mid before it got to the end, or was it, it was it eight tier? Was it was it up? Um, you know, I'd probably give it like a seven. Ooh, okay. Through like eight episodes or whatever, and then it drops down to like a five and a half. Okay, seven's nothing to sneeze at either. No, that's a good rating for me. I mean, yeah. I just, um, like I said, I haven't watched it in years, but it's always when I come back to it, I'm like, no, that is a fucking gas. Good B-tier anime, in my opinion. It's kind of like, I think Overlord's a B-tier anime, even though that's a really popular isekai, mm-hmm. because the writing is okay. The reason that everybody loves this anime is there is a character. She is one of the... I'm going to call her a bad guy, but she's not really a bad guy because she's on the team of the Empire, which is technically not a bunch of assassins, but mommy okay. as death. Mommy as, as excuse me? As death, dude. <laughs> as death. Just Google a picture of her right now. Okay, okay. She's bad. <laughs> she's bad, dude. Oh my god. And she is a complete like a dominatrix. She basically falls in love with Tatsumi, the main oh character. Oh my god, Dan. And, <laughs> <laughs> and wants to like keep him as a pet. Like she's that level of bonkers. Okay. And uh it leads to some really funny interactions, but she's terrifying. She is so fucking strong. Five seven uh 163 centimeters of terror. She, she she would step on all of us. No 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 problem there. I'm sensing that Dan might let her though. I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tyler would too. I know Tyler really enjoyed this anime. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of I kind of want to go back and watch it and then read the ending in the manga and see how it changes mm-hmm. and see if the manga ending is that much better. But um, like, yeah, it just it basically like everybody dies. <laughs> Every fucking character. What? OK, yeah. no, it goes brutal. Everybody dies like the cast you fall in love with just gets slaughtered one after another. Like, it's damn. like, damn. Yeah, not see, often. No one wants to see that shit. Not everybody. God damn. It's not often you see an anime where the entire cast just killed off one after another, you know, like. And that kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't happen often. Um. You know, if you're newer to anime and you watch, follow AOT, this is not normal. That's not how that shit normally goes. It usually ends a little bit better than that. So well, they don't even kill off everybody at AOT. I mean, not kill like this. A lot of motherfuckers. Oh, it, it go harder than that. Damn. Okay, okay, so I'm saying there's. I listed what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people in Night Raid. I think. Something like that. Yeah. And I think there's one or two left by the end of it. <laughs> It's some savages over there. And okay. The, the main character dies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man. Yeah. 
No, it uh the, wait, it, the it, main it, character dies? <laughs> <laughs> you call me off guard with that dude. Yeah, I'm 99% sure he dies, and it's just like everybody's dead. And it's like, wow, why did I watch Shit. this? Why Shit. did I watch this if, if this is gonna happen, you know? Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> but the action in it was fucking awesome, dude. Really top-tier violence. Which who doesn't like that, you know? <laughs> who doesn't like a little violence? I'm usually there for the boxing. I love a good story. You got to have one, but the boxing is just like some spice on the top, you know? So, like, if you're a fan of Chainsaw Man, JJK, like, Demon Slayer with all the action, this is an anime for you. 100%. Sorry for spoiling letting you know everybody dies, but... <laughs> tough. That's tough. It came out nine years ago. I got to pass on that one, right? Yeah, I, I think you do, actually. I think you do. Yeah, if, if it's over like seven years old and you haven't seen it yet, that's not on me. That's on you guys. Should have known. Unless, known. unless I know you're watching an old show. Like we have some people in the Discord who are watching One Piece for the first time. So we will not spoil that to their face. So the way to avoid spoilers, guys, is to join the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us what you're watching. That really helps. It really does. It's like um, Tyler posted a TikTok of a one piece character and it was like a r.i.p kind of thing mm -hmm. and i was like bro does does deadly follow the tiktok you gotta delete this shit right now yep 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 <laughs> he's like oh it's fine he doesn't watch the tiktok i'm like good good right, bet. awesome well i think that is us it for our mid animes that we love unfortunately tyler wasn't here to give us his couple like i said if you guys enjoyed the podcast, make sure to tune in next Saturday when we drop a double header of both the weekly rundown with the finales of the four shows we're currently watching, as well as probably a less exciting One Piece episode. And the, the bullshit hour. I can't talk. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to join the Discord linktree.com slash anime DGens. It's also in the bio. Bye. Peace.